2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sav and Sean Show. I am one of your hosts, Sean. And today I am joined by a very special guest, one of my oldest friends ever, <gasps> Megan Mueller. What? You. I am
1: a special guest? That's
2: you. I mean, we've talked literally all about you um, throughout a bunch of different episodes of this podcast. So now you're here to um, set the record straight.
1: I'm here. I'm queer. get used used to to it it. (laughs) oh my
2: god we have all of the representation uh just two white people
1: Uh, (laughs) 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 extremely white people
2: absolutely and
1: we're large you know that's like your whole thing at the end of your podcast but like
2: she's a listener god
1: i'm even larger than savannah so like we're just giants giant
2: sky
1: White people, <laughs> they <laughs> the in the sky. But we're not those white people.
2: I actually saw um, a literally just a moment ago. I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw an SNL skit that they were referencing because mm-hmm. uh, John Mulaney was hosting, mm-hmm. and it literally was Fisher Price's uh, podcasting set for white guys, and it was because <laughs> yes. like you know that's the common trope. It's like <laughs> dumb white men. Um, Yours truly. Let's start a podcast. Oh my god, we should totally start a podcast. Totally, we have so much.
1: You know, start a podcast.
2: I love Joe Rogan, so like, I think it'd be like really good. Like, I have a lot of like hot take opinions. Like, it's like <laughs> different.
1: I'm a man. I have opinions,
2: <laughs> and everyone needs to hear them. I, I'm disenfranchised. You know, no one gets to hear my Sean, voice. Sean,
1: I think you're like saying this is a joke, but you're literally <laughs> describing yourself. You're probably
2: you're like not I'm, wrong.
1: S- you're like I'm disenfranchised. Your whole thing, you're like I'm Jewish and I'm gay. That's me. And I'm Hello, so sad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> D all of the above. We love to see it. Oh, uh, anyway. So, what has been going on with you? Like, what's new? What's happening? What's I feel
1: crack lacking. Like,
2: yeah. Cause you. We're just doing um, a show contract for a while. Um, and so I didn't really get to see you after we came back from D.C. So right. like I we came and saw the show like a couple of friends of ours. But like I haven't gotten to really like see you, see you. Right. So, like, what's was,
1: happening? Uh, well, I was doing Into the Woods, which was wonderful. One of my favorite shows. I haven't done it since high school. So it was a great experience to do it. And it was really cool because we got to play instruments, as you saw. Yeah. Um, and be multiple characters. So it really helped with, you know, like. Like my schizophrenia, like it was just like no, or like multiple personality disorder. I guess that's like more correct, but (laughs) it's just like
2: a walk in the park. You're like, oh, this is Tuesday,
1: right? I'm like, this (laughs) is my real life. I'm always changing the characters, right? These characters are
2: modeled by the other people that I represent, and also my parents. Hi, Uh,
1: hello, (laughs) parent.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot. Dead dad. dad. (laughs) Hey, dad. Dead dad. Anyway,
1: um, so that was really cool, and I got to whip out the old euphonium which I also haven't played since high school. I literally rented the euphonium and it was like, oh yeah, but it's a minimum three month rent because they're trying to like... (laughs) rent these to freaking kids in school <laughs> and here i am i'm like 27 and i'm like going into this little band please.
2: Like, it's, i think it was with you once when you made a call and you were like hi do you have a mute and they were like which high school <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm like no high school sir i'm just a 27 year old woman and i'll take your finest euphonium please Euphonum. <laughs> Eu- euphonium and um and they were like, well, it's a minimum three-month rental. And I'm like, well, I really hope I get this show. Because-
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, because you Cause had to I play it for the audition. I had to
1: play it for the audition. And I took it to D.C. because I had to record the audition in D.C. Right. And um, <laughs> so, like, I recorded the audition. There was just, like, wasn't a euphonium in my hotel room. Like,
2: <laughs> What a dream. What a so, treat, honestly. Anyway,
1: no, but it was actually a ton of fun. This weekend, I actually did a... Dance workshop.
2: Ooh, she's a dancer. No,
1: she is not a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) She said Fosse? No. That is why I had to do the dance workshop. It was specifically for people who suck at dancing and need help to make it through a callback. You really should have been there. Um, Uh, I really (laughs) should have
2: been there. I cannot tell you how stressed I am about the choreo. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to take your story. But yes, I wanted to. I mean,
1: like, it's not much of a story. It's just that, um, you know, so it was yesterday and today. And this was my first time doing some things like uh, Chanaise. Ooh, I'm,
2: that's what I'm going to name my daughter. Chausse. And that's my other daughter. Oh, you're going to have a kid. Twins. That's yeah. so
1: good for me to know. Well, I
2: figure we're going into an apocalypse. Right. So nothing is more karmically better than bringing new life into the world to have immediately t- ripped away. <laughs>
1: that's good it's good to know that your main motivation for anything you do is spite
2: i mean i'm jewish and gay (laughs) these are the two things (laughs) <laughs> that's what they're based Like, on. I'm disenfranchised. <laughs> yeah. And everybody needs to know it, and I'm getting back at the world that's done it to me. And I'm
1: trying to make a franchise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a brand. What can um, I say? Um, no,
1: Sweetie, <laughs> legs are higher. Like, I can just see you with these daughters. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> Sinead and Sachet.
1: No, Sachet, that's RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. It's Chasse.
2: Chasse. I'm so sorry. Yes, Chassay, a little, chassé, accent little over.
1: sidestep. Um, and Pirouette pirouette not the thing that you stick into your hot chocolate um the little chocolate wafer thing <laughs> oh <I was> like, <laughs> like the dance A spoon, spoon. <laughs> no the freaking I know, cookie I know, things. The, the little wafer thing i think they're literally called pirouettes yeah. pirouettes and they're
2: so cute they're like little straws they're delicious
1: yes but i mean you can't suck any liquid out of them they're no, it, melt. completely inefficient but delicious nonetheless <laughs> Uh, a
2: Retweet, pi- I relate to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Hardcore. laughs>
1: Pirouettes, and... Padabou-ray. Padabou-ray, thank you. More Pot-de-bou-ray. like Padabou-ray slay. No, there was no slaying, and i literally like sean sean like i played basketball for i don't know 10 years of my life right you know i've been in musicals i've done all this stuff <laughs> and I just, it's literally like a step backwards a step to the side a step forward yeah. and then he was like okay now we're just gonna do our arms like this in and out but it's like your opposite arm to mm-hmm. whatever is your leading leg, but your leading yeah. leg is not, I could right. not do it. Because it's the separation
2: of the directions. I know. I literally am going through this right now. I
1: was having a freaking conniption, and like I'm just doing it over and over and over, yep. and we're just like trying to do it in these exercises, and I just cannot get it. And then, I don't know, just, so I'm like, a, like I obviously said, I'm a big person. I'm a strong person. I've never felt so weak.
2: You're the strong one. <laughs> <laughs> You're not nervous. Give it to your sister. Sister stronger. <laughs> um, I got to say it yeah. is a little comforting, you know, because I've I've known you for so long and you literally have never been bad at anything. Well,
1: I'm very bad at this. We finally Sean. found one. We oh, found what it. A treat. And you, that's why you should have been there.
2: Humanizing. You're you know? right. Yeah, exactly. You should
1: have watched me fail. Anyway, the most ironic thing to me about this entire dance workshop is that My mother was a dancer, Sean. A quite prolific dancer. She started dance ballet late in life. Wait,
2: actually? You're kidding. You did not know this? No, because my mother was also a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding.
1: Maybe our mothers are the twins. Your twins. Chasse and (laughs) (laughs) Cheney.
2: No, your mom has to be Sinead because she's like Southern, so Sinead O'Connor, and it worked. Oh,
1: That's not her last name anymore. Don't say that. Just kidding. Uh, and she started quite late in right. in life. I think she was, you know, in middle school or ninth grade when she started, but she was so good. Right. They just were like, "What?" And that's amazing. She like was gonna go to school for dance.
2: I wish she had.
1: Right, but her worst decision. Was not putting me in dance classes because lo and behold, this is what I'm doing with my life and I am so (laughs) ill-equipped in this area.
2: (laughs) But you know what? You did the... Do you feel more confident now that you've done the workshop or like what?
1: If anything, like yes, because those were moves that I've never done before. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never learned them. So yes, I do feel a little bit better, but it was also very eye-opening about how much I don't know, if that makes sense, or how my body is not good with the balance or where to put my weight. Yeah. You know, it's just like, like a coordination what, thing.
2: That's what so much of dance is. It's like knowing your body. And I, I don't even know my mind. <laughs> I my body. She's a mystery. <laughs> Honestly, I learn something new about Sean every day. Uh, dance like nobody's watching. No, I feel like everybody's watching. Please don't look at me. Uh, don't look at me. But I literally, I'm going through the same thing. I actually hurt my toes the other day because I'm doing little uh, jig steps in my small garage.
1: A weak little jig.
2: That's me, and and uh, trying to make this choreo work, and it's just not happening. But we're we're trying our hardest because uh, plot twist: Sean's going back up to D.C. and he needs to know it because we open next Friday.
1: We're doing our breast.
2: Our breast. So I started dating again, or at least trying Mm. to date. But here's, so here's the caveat here, right? Mm -hmm. Been back for for a minute, and I thought that I may be going back out of town again, but regardless of whether or not I did go back out of town, I was like, hold on a second. You know how people in like every single world war that has ever happened do like those one night stands with like Tabitha or something that is like, oh, you know, I, I would, I'll write. I'll write you. Uh, I'll see you again, but I have to go fight for our country in the war tomorrow. And they're like, okay. And then they get married to some alcoholic domestic abuser. And they're like, hmm, I wonder if William lived. Anyway, so I'm taking a page out of that book.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Yeah. What about the child that Tabitha has?
2: (laughs) Well, her name actually uh, was Megan. And (laughs) she's not that good of a (laughs) dancer. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my mother is Tabitha good to know all right I put it all together
2: put put in the pieces like a puzzle anyway so I've started doing that myself now by just telling men that I'm you know I'm based out of here but I'm about to leave so we can never see each other again it's the perfect it's <laughs> the, the perfect ploy exactly because it's impressive enough like I can't be like oh no my grandmother's dead I mean she is but it, right. you know that seems like That's too old news right Sean. it's very catfishy so So I meet this guy, right? An easy target. He's like in his 40s, right? He's single looking for something like pretty, like anonymous or whatever. And I'm bored. So I'm like, let's go. So I do not remember this man's name. I mean, even if I did know it, I probably wouldn't say it. But like, I do not remember his name. Right. Which is going to be a very pivotal plot point. So I go over to his place and he's got, you know, like those sad straight guy apartments. I don't know if you've ever been in any of those. You seem oh, like you have a successful dating many, history. Many, <laughs> many a such. <sad laughs> t-
1: I, I live in one. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It's a house. I'm <laughs> but, screwing. We're we'll moving on But it is out. a man, it's a man cave. There is not a single feminine touch. I just hung a picture for the first <laughs> for the... time the other day, shot. Okay. <laughs> what was it of? It was uh, in the bathroom and it's oh. a painting I made, actually. Oh my gosh. No. A beach scene. I felt like it was appropriate. For That's the lovely. Room.
2: <laughs> so I'm with this guy and he's got the sad straight apartment, like posters on the wall. But I'm like, you're old. Why do you only have posters? Like nothing's framed. A lot of books, but like the books are like Star Wars. Uh, like,
1: audience, I just want you to know I'm staring. It's framed. It's framed. I'm staring right now <laughs> at a poster in Sean's room. It's a framed poster. Where'd you get it from? Ikea, Sean? I did. <laughs> <laughs> It's the letter A and and the the letter Z. Z.
2: Because what's most important is everything in between. Fuck you. Anyway. (laughs) So. Actually,
1: A is pretty important. It's in a <laughs> lot of words, Sean. Okay. Uh,
2: that's what the alphabet is. It's a construction <laughs> of a bunch of letters into words. Anyway. Okay,
1: I'll let you talk about this 40-year-old man that you're like, I met, but you found him online.
2: Yes. On Grindr. Right. And so I'm in this sad, straight apartment mm-hmm. with a bunch of like Star Wars spin-off books. Naturally. And the bed only has like one pillow, and there's no frame. And I know my bed doesn't have a frame either, but I have multiple pillows and it's like an actual comforter set rather where it's like not just an amalgamation of sheets anyway so I'm like okay we're talking and he's like oh you know Star Wars and I'm like sure we'll talk about Star Wars your brother whom we used to live with he's
1: prepped you for this yes
2: I was like I can I can discuss this because he's Also, really into Star Wars, but in a way that's like very amicable. Like you're
1: like, right? It's cute. Wow, that's charming. Exactly. It like comes out, and you're like, please info dump on me right now about Star Wars, (laughs) but because I don't care enough to watch all of this stuff. Right. So
2: I want to know the lore.
1: I would love to know like the quick little bits, exactly, so that I can enter watching like the new shows with all of the information. Right, and
2: then you know what's going in. Mm -hmm. But this guy is talking about it, and it's coming across as mansplaining. Of course. So that happened. He's a
1: forty year old single man in a room that doesn't have, (laughs) that just has posters. (laughs) Right, what else does he have? Right, and one pillow. I mean, the, the posture this man must have. Absolutely,
2: anyway, so we're doing the whole thing and in the middle, like during intercourse, I think that this conversation is done. The Star Wars was the precursor to like make it so it wouldn't be awkward and you wouldn't have to feel bad when we immediately start to fuck. But no, he resumes the Star Wars conversation. It's like
1: someone hit a pause button. <laughs>
2: yeah. what is you ha- are
1: inside this man. I am
2: inside this person, rusting away. <laughs> I mean, yes, and and I'm literally. He's like. He's like. Well, you know, you know what this
1: reminds me. Of.
2: <laughs> I mean, lightsabers could be compared, but <laughs> it's literally happening. And he's like, "Well, I really don't like the new sequels," and I'm like. I don't need to talk about Ray right now. I need to get off. But so that happens, right? It's awkward, but whatever. I go home. I resound myself to never seeing this person again. Mm-hmm. But then I'm sitting down with my mother, and I'm watching an episode of 2020 because I guess I'm an 80-year-old man. And there's this story about this murderer named Scott Peterson who like killed his pregnant wife in um, California. And I'm like, wow, this guy looks really familiar. I was like why why can't I like put my finger on just who this person can't is? Quite yeah, I can't. I'm just not sure. So I watched the entire the entire thing, right? And as it's like getting towards the end, they're talking about how like his sister-in-law is fighting for his release because of a mistrial and yada yada yada. And it sort of cliffhangs, but they show a mugshot of what this man looks like now. And that was exactly the jump that I needed because I was like, "Oh my god, it's fucking Star Wars guy." So I was like Oh no, because at the time of the release of that 2020 episode, we didn't know how the mistrial went. So my brain is going, oh my God, wait a second. What if he got off, right? Like he they released him from prison. And then he was like, well, I don't want to live in California anymore. So then he moves to somewhere like unknown, like Orlando, Florida. And this explains the sad straight white guy apartment. Because the one pillow. Exactly, the whole thing. Because like you didn't really have a lot of time, you just got out of prison. The
1: posters. But he still had his collection of Star (laughs) Star Wars books. He's like, these are my
2: prized possessions. Maybe maybe that's why he killed his wife. Or maybe you're just trying to overcorrect so you don't accidentally murder again. Either way. Either way. How about we go and take a break?
1: Take a break.
2: So we've been doing this thing lately where we're just like sending each other TikToks all the time. And by lately, I mean, since the inception of TikTok. (laughs) Since the dawn of
1: time. (laughs) Literally.
2: Forever and always. We end up sending each other... All of these TikToks related specifically to like ADHD stuff, right? Because that's something that we yeah. definitely struggle with. So...
1: Relatable content.
2: And I mean, honestly, like shit gets hard. I'll be honest. I don't know if I've ever really met. It's either the people that I meet and or the fact that just nobody is. That's like neurotypical. Like mm-hmm. everybody's got something, I'm sure. Right. But like most of the people that I associate with are not even, like, a semblance of neurotypical at all. Right. Like, they always have just, like, some qualities. And so, like, my ADHD has A little bit of special sauce. Just, like, some spice. Why is it spicy? Why is it spicy? (laughs) And so I I just, like, I struggle all the time with mostly object permanence. People joke about it all the time, but it is fucking crippling. Like, how often will you go to the grocery store? I mean, I never go to the grocery store, but, like, if we're pretending that I go to the grocery store, like, once a month when I do.
1: Right. Like, that time you got cruised. (laughs) (laughs) That was the the last time you got...
2: Last That's time I was at the public, well, I right. was at the Publix the other day, and the entomans were Bogo again. I think I literally took a picture of it, and I was going to send it to you.
1: See, every time you say entomans, I know it's donuts, <laughs> but for some reason I mix it up with the word enema. Oh, and so you're well—that like, the- would be
2: applicable. The
1: enemas <laughs> were Bogo the other day, so I went for it,
2: which was perfect, just in time to be <laughs> powdered
1: with sugar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Eat it up, daddy. So I always will like buy all of this produce because I pretend that I'm going to be healthy. Right. Very main character our energy and then I put it in those little crisper drawers.
1: Of course. And that's where they belong. They literally have pictures of the produce going into the drawers. Exactly
2: and it's like mm, how crispy do you want it and you're like wow I want it the most crispy Like who? Did? who's like mm, I don't want crispy lettuce I want wilted <laughs> soggy lettuce actually I, I want, want my <laughs>
1: vegetables to be a little bit squishy
2: so like that's where they'll go and you're right they do live there and you know why they live there? They live there to die there because I never remember that they exist
1: and <laughs> your eyes are crazy <laughs> right now. <laughs> i'm an like, insane person i never remember that I, they exist i'm a refrigerator so I, goblin i put them in the drawers and they never come out
2: well there are times too where i'm like i'm going to use this entire onion eventually so right. i cut it in half and then i put it in a ziploc and i put it in there that and is it,
1: the biggest trap on the face of the planet is is, is buying an entire onion because, <laughs> <laughs> because
2: you don't actually eat.
1: forget all the other conspiracies Onions is a conspiracy. When are you ever going to use the other half of that onion? Right. You never use an entire one because they're just so freaking big. So literally, I... I went to the grocery store to buy things and I forgot what we had naturally because I forget everything. everything. <laughs> and so I bought more onions and I think Owen also bought an onion and then I came back and I started chopping the onion and then I found like two halves <laughs> from like when Owen, from when Owen finished cooking and had half of his onion and another time that I was cooking and was like, I'll use this half of an onion later. But and it just- you never do. It never do it gets into the deep of recesses the of, the, of the fridge and you know i never see it again the adhd talks hit hard i've learned more about adhd through from TikTok, tiktok than
2: any medical professional than, ever right
1: i literally go to a psychiatrist for medication for adhd and they never taught me <laughs> anything. anything i think like what time they gave me a paper they're like you should go to bed like, and I was like <laughs> yes
2: you're right i should i should go to you bed you know
1: about the importance of your circadian rhythm and like going to bed on time I think
2: one of the biggest if not like the biggest scam that exists with ADHD is you hear all of these symptomatic things and you're like oh this oh this oh this it should be bad but this entire time you just thought they were like zesty character traits of your entire
1: personality (laughs) I thought this just made me interesting I'm just quirky (laughs) it's like no you're mentally ill you're mentally ill you have a learning disability (laughs) to the max no oh my god right and then of course you know we grew up in the Percy Jackson books and so they were like ADHD Is your superpower, it means that your parent, one of your parents, was something <laughs> special. <laughs> was, and that's why your father isn't around anymore. Which I'm
2: sure resonated really it well resonated with you. It
1: resonated really hard with me. I was like, I, I don't I don't I don't even know if I have dyslexia, but I'm pretty sure that I do. And yeah. so I was like, wow, I have all.
2: I, am a demigod. I can do this I'll, i will save the world and that's honestly on hyperfixation because right. it's like you find one thing that you like especially growing up like right. book series wise like for a lot of people it was harry potter i was a percy jackson kid right and then it's like you just have to absorb the entirety of all of that media all at once
1: right right right, right. it's like you can't focus on anything literally we're talking about this right now and I'm having a hard time focusing on the topic of hyperfixation because I'm still thinking about object permanence so we're just gonna go back
2: circling back absolutely (laughs) we love the tangent so
1: like object permanence that when I learned about that and for our listeners if you don't know what object permanence is it's the fact that uh, with people with ADHD we can't remember something if we don't see it and somebody said that and I was like what that doesn't make any and I was like oh Oh, my god God. that's literally my entire life like if I don't see something which is the produce drawer which I think is what we were trying to explain oh, but yeah. didn't actually explain <laughs> <Yes.
2: it. laughs> oh my god if we got be, into onions in the be, soup
1: but uh, <laughs> <laughs> If you put the produce in the drawer, you can't see it and so that you forget that you have it. Right. If I don't have something, that's why everything is so messy all the time. Because right. like, if I don't have it out where I can see it, then how I literally, you there are makeup products. I mean, clothes. I forget my own wardrobe things. all the time. <laughs> I right. call you and I'm like, what should I wear? And you're like, well, what about this thing that you wore in 2007 with the jacket and the embroidery? Blah, blah, blah. And you're know?
2: like, oh shit, wait, I do have that. Oh
1: shit. No. And I mean like, I definitely have ADHD. I got tested for it when I was a kid. Yeah. I 100%... You have ADHD oh, 100%. because like living in a house with you and just like no cabinet doors were ever oh, closed. Oh, it's
2: the cabinet door thing. I do that still. Everything. And like
1: lids were never on top of things. Nope. And like we never, just I call. I call Sean all the time to ask him where something is in my house.
2: I'm cursed with knowledge though. That's what sucks is right. that the one symptom that I do not have in terms of ADHD is the fact that I remember everything. Now right. it's obscure and it's not always helpful. In fact, right. most times it's not. But it's just a memory thing that I, honestly, it is a curse because there was a lot of shit I wish I could repress and forget.
1: Right. It, absolutely.
2: <laughs> but they said, ha, gotcha, bitch. <laughs>
1: They're like, this is going to be ingrained in your memory for forever. forever.
2: Well, it's also crazy too, because in, in terms of object permanence, mm-hmm. object permanence goes beyond just like clothing, items and stuff. It goes into people. Like if you're not right. actively speaking to somebody, you will forget that they exist. But I have I, family members that I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. You're related hey to me and alive. I forgot. Exactly. No, yeah. And then I'm drunk and then I'm like, oh my God, wait a second. You're alive. And then I love bomb. And then I disappear all over again. Right. It's cyclical.
1: Right. I will I think that also specifically goes to in, in the line of work that we do, we're yeah. constantly doing shows. And so you're with all these people. It's kind of, I think it's kind of great. And it's the reason why I fell in love with opera, musical theater, yeah. doing shows, because I was like, oh my gosh, th- I've never felt fully used and engaged in something before. Right. You know, like I could just give my full focus, be enraptured in something and use right. all of the facets of me right. and and be praised for being crazy or like, ah, or making crazy choices yeah. on the stage that in a normal setting, they're like, oh, you're too you're loud too much. or you're too yeah. crazy or like calm the fuck down you know i think also something the way that mine manifests obviously is is i have no concept of time um like (laughs) absolutely none like i i am not shackled five minutes
2: and an hour with you are like literally the same
1: thing it is my favorite yeah no it's it's psycho like i (laughs) like (laughs) Like, I I just, I cannot, for the life of me, conceptualize it. I think it's because I'm on a different plane. But that just means I'm always going to be late to brunch. Like, without fail... I think it's also because the thing happens, and you'll do it too. It's yeah. like when we're going out the door, I will have to go back inside at least All one time. time. Every right. single time I leave the house because yeah. I'll be like, oh shit, I forgot this. Oh shit, I f- yeah. oh oh crap. And then I'm there and I'm like- I
2: also do this thing where I romanticize the idea of something super hard. That's like a given trait of mine. Me?
1: I'm sorry. Who'd have thought? <laughs> say that one more time again Sean
2: slow cut to us running through a field fuck you
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm playing chariots <laughs> of fire but. Either. so I go
2: through and I'll like romanticize something and I know exactly how I want it to look and then when it's the idea versus execution mm-hmm. that the end the product is not even close to anything I wanted to achieve
1: not even close and then I hate myself for it which is you
2: know another fun fun which cycle which my school
1: was really interesting exactly I find this with men so you always are going from thing to thing that you're interested in because your brain is just following the dopamine. Like follow the thing that makes you happy, that's interesting you so you can become a master of it. And so... You do, <laughs> you do, you do, you research hardcore and hyper fixate on this one thing and you over romanticize it and then you buy all of this, yep. all of this equipment for said thing and we're looking at it, folks.
2: <laughs> Literally, it's, it's happening. But it's okay.
1: You've actually like stuck to it. I'm really proud of you. Uh, give or take but, more like a, a really great example is, <laughs> is also this calendar this from this October. Calendar. <laughs> Literally, I'm pulling up from, let me paint the, set the scene for you. We're sitting at the desk. We have our little microphone set up and I look down to my foot and I see a calendar. I'm like, oh, Sean has a calendar. I'm so proud of him. He hasn't hung it up yet, but that's okay. And I see listed on the calendar October, which this was the exact calendar when I went into your room last yes. year. And I was like, wow, you have a calendar and you have goals. I'm so proud of And like deadlines. Nope. Absolutely not. Hey, but guess what? The O is still a pumpkin. And, and I love it. And that is... is let's.
2: Thank you. I thought it was charming. I did. I did. I was like, ooh, let's make it fun. And honestly, I only do it because Savannah did it. And I was like, ooh, I like this. Can I be this person? And I'm never going to be that person. <laughs> and then there's always the... I have like this crippling FOMO. It's, it's the reason why I can't fall asleep at night. Right. And it's, I recognize that it's completely irrational. But like I will literally sit and be on my phone consuming content and media. And I'll think about going to sleep. But then my brain goes... Well, if you go to sleep, you're going to miss it. And I'm like, wait a second, miss what? It's four in the morning. Nobody's doing anything. And it it always is. Well, they might be. And then I'm like, well, shit, you're right. I guess I can't go to bed until the sun comes up. But then other people start doing other things. And I'm like, you know what? These things aren't exciting.
1: I am fully entranced by this like villain origin story of this voice in your head being like, well, you're going to miss it. Absolutely. I I can't even do it. Like, it's so good. Do it one more time for our listeners.
2: You're going to miss it. (laughs) i'm the villain in my own story what else you got for me that bothers you
1: well i think procrastination Mm. like you know i just thought that was bad habits and it was like i just kind of felt like shit about myself for it you know but i couldn't really stop the cycle of doing it but then learning about the reason why is because you need the push
2: mm, yeah, to like the be pressure. motivated.
1: Yeah. The pressure. Because then you're like, oh shit. And then you're like let me just like bust out this paper in a few right. hours or, you know, even like cleaning your room. Like my house is never clean unless I know someone's coming over Literally. and then I'm like, I guess? fuck! I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm like, hide everything! <laughs> Nobody can know. <laughs> no, so how I think would they that, know? Right. How would they know? I think the per, learning that about myself, obviously you have to know, know your weaknesses and then work against that, you yeah. know, but I think knowing the reason why... I procrastinate is is for that adrenaline rush, that dopamine rush, so I can like fully focus on something yeah. and give it my all. Is like what was happening? It's like a chemical thing. Absolutely. You
2: know? Well, and I'll tell you what, like mind shift wise, because I completely agree with you. I now the dopamine that I get is when I walk into something and I'm like, oh bitch, it's over for you hoes because I'm prepared. <laughs> <Mother> came prepared. <laughs> I actually did something. <laughs> like if I walk in, I'm like, oh wait. <laughs> I know this. Wait, you don't know this? <laughs> you don't know this? <laughs> oh, That's wild cuz I how do. How
1: embarrassing for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's literally like I've I've always been this put together. That's crazy. And it always it's like such a longer lasting dopamine high than pushing something out at the last minute thinking it's probably okay but still hating yourself a little bit and then it's fleeting until the next time cuz there's always more work to do. There's always capitalism. More work. <laughs> there's always more work to do. Well, thank you all so much for listening to the ridiculous tangents that were this conversation.
1: Which I think it was really appropriate that we were talking about ADHD for the episode.
2: While just like giving a perfect sojourn into what that looks like.
1: You know, uh, psychologists and psychiatrists all over the world are going to study this podcast episode. Ooh, hopefully we and get and like use a Zoom And in their moment. classes.
2: If you like what you just heard, you can feel free to rate, review, and subscribe to whoop our whoop. show. It is the best way to support small creators such as ourselves, but that's small in the figurative sense, not the literal sense because we are very large people. Very large. You can go ahead and turn on those automatic downloads if you're so inclined. Like, oh my gosh, I was in such a rush and I am now in a place on a plane because I took too long to pack and I don't know if I can listen to anything on the flight while I'm there, and then plot twist, we're already in your phone because you automatically download it.
1: Yeah, you don't even have to worry about airplane mode and being in the sky and being like, shit, I have no content.
2: It's exactly right there for you. Fuck that baby that's behind you. That's really annoying. You can just listen to our grating voices instead. Um, If you want to follow me personally on Instagram, you can. My handle is at Anthony underscore clams and Megara, where may one find you?
1: You can find me also on the grams of Insta. Uh, and my handle is Megan K. Mueller at Megan K. Mueller. But let me spell it for oh, you. Oh, thank you. I was going to tell a, you to. <laughs> a lot of letters. I, 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 Sean, I've had my name for my entire life. I'm not going to not tell the users how to spell my name. Sometimes you never know. Okay. I will remember that. So it is M-A-E, like may. Okay. M A E G H i n k m u e l l e r it's a surprise at every turn (laughs) (laughs) you did a great
2: job on that it sounds like you were leaving a voicemail for like a medical professional (laughs) (laughs) being like hey uh dr uh jacob i just wanted to call and let you know um that i need this prescription filled megan mueller at one of your patients m-a-e-g-h-i-n yeah anyway thank you all so much for listening and we will see you guys